0: is it working got power okay i'm cool. yeah, rolling yeah that's sweet
1: it. well dudes thank you guys for making the trip from uh tupelo to come over and and hang out with us and i'm excited to uh kind of learn about uh the chain shop and all the things all the rad things going on in tupelo and Talk about the festival and everything but yeah man Um, uh, how long is uh the change is it change board shop or just
0: change yes yeah, so it's just change
1: okay okay how long has that been around
0: well it depends on how you hold your mouth um so in 1996 i graduated in 94 you know worked jobs delivering pizzas and whatever but uh had been skating for at least 10 years by then And um, by 96, that's just, I mean, it was my whole life and, you know, just me and and a pretty tight crew of homies in Tupelo that were skating. And um, so got two grand and uh, met up with another friend that had two grand and we got a South Shore account and uh, an Eastern account. I think Eastern was around back then and uh, opened a little skateboard shop in 1996 and you know, man, you know how it is. When when there's a skate shop, the scene just starts to flourish. Sure. And so people are like, Well, you know, there's five skaters in this town forty five minutes north, and there's three skaters in this town, you know, an hour south. One of those skaters, uh, his name's Ben something. I think he lives here now, but he was from Columbus, Mississippi, and he used to come up back in the nineties. But uh Old Ben. Old Ben. Old ben. Yeah. Old ben. So I, we'll talk more about him in a minute. But Good he got a board uh, back here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got a I got a board. I'll yeah. show you all a board in a minute. So um, yeah, just, you know, you start meeting all the other skaters from all around. And before you know it, there's man, there's 60 people at the skate shop, um, that we were in our little downtown area, um, which was just a total ghost town at night. You know, there's sure. nobody down there. All the businesses close at five. There's a five stair rail right across the street. And it's just like a constant skate session every night. We're pulling ramps out into the street, pulling rails out. And so we're like, man, we, we really need a skate park, you know, we need a pub, like a, a private area. So we found like a, like a $700 a month warehouse that was like 10,000 square feet. It was huge, 1997 at this point, and uh, built a bunch of ramps out. Like took out another couple thousand dollar loan, you know, bought a bunch of plywood. Just did your
1: own, like, park? Yeah, just that's built cool. a, built a skate it park. Dude, man, yeah, that's, that's so awesome. rad. Well,
0: I mean, this, you know, those were $97. Uh, I don't know what in 2022 dollars, you know. Just, Still expensive, be, yeah. Yeah, unobtainable almost. But, I mean, back then, like, you could find a, a rental space, you know, especially where we found it for super cheap. Cheap. but yeah man if, if you do that more power to you um it's hard to pay rent because it's hard to make the homies pay every day you know what i mean and it's and so eventually uh that led to having a lot of diy shows uh bands that would be passing through you know i, I came up in just like the punk rock music scene and and so oh now we have a place you know if we if we have a show and it's five dollar cover then maybe we can pay our light bill this month and that sort of started us having a lot of bands come through and um, so I was, I was joking around about Ben, but that really is like when Ben Gilly started coming around. Uh, he was probably like 16 or something. Okay. And he was super young, and he was just with a crew of homies from, uh, from Columbus. And um, I noticed you guys have a really cool Gilly board, but I'm going to show you one that is even more rare right oh, here. Are you serious? Let's go. So this uh, was from... November 16th, 1996. 96. I don't know if you can see that. Damn. And uh, it was the first board broken uh, in our skate park. And you can see that. That was back when the homie was still writing his name in cursive. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It was like yeah. way before it got that cool metal signature so first broke, yeah you can kind of see where i guess yes, first, first board. board broke or yeah. something like that so i had to bring that in because you know obviously i watch i love ben to death man and i what kind of I, what kind of board was that this was a hookups devil man oh, okay board. yeah they yeah. always did the anime yeah stuff, so, hookups yeah. devil man team board or whatever so you know it's back when you can go ahead and put this out on the internet you know ben gill used to be on hookups you know yeah you know, this is <laughs> just when he was a kid and you just you skated any board you, yeah, died, sure. you know so yeah um He'd yeah, come awesome, around man. and he'd come up with, um you know, with a crew of guys. And I mean, he's a couple of few years younger than me. And so he was just absolutely on fire for skateboarding. He just, there were nights when we'd be like, all right, man, we're going to go leave and go party now, you know. And he'd be like, oh, you know, because he was, he was like a straight edge kid. All he wanted to do was eat, sleep, breathe, skateboarding. Mm-hmm. And so one night I just gave him the key and said, look, you can just stay in the skate park tonight if you want to. And so he paused right there. Did we hit start? on the recording. For that. Okay, we're good. I just had like a mild panic attack
2: like oh my fuck God. I didn't record. Oh okay. God. All
1: right, keep going. Sorry. You gave him the key to the the park or whatever.
0: Yeah, so one night I just gave him the key to the skate park and just left him up there and when I came back in the next morning he had in. built, you know, all kinds of he was just like pulling garbage out from every, you know, pile and was building giant rails and stuff. It was just like there's something about this kid that's different, you know. So yeah. he's a He's anyway he then he went on he grew up to become Ben Gilly right Sure yeah So that gets us to 97 uh, 98 partnered with a pro wakeboarder in town and opened another little small shop and Whoa. Did you move the shop to the
1: park was it all under one roof, or was the building? Yes, yeah, so park the shop
0: moved from our downtown building in '96 to the warehouse in '97. Okay, and we just rode that. We stomped that mud hole until it was dry. You know yeah. what I mean? Like okay. it was just like, oh man, the ramps are tearing up, and we're barely paying the rent. Like, we a just lot of left. Yeah, yeah, we just left. Eventually, we couldn't have enough. You know, parties in there to pay the rent. So we shut all that down, gave the ramps away, kind of went back and licked our wounds for a few months and then went and reopened. I wound up partnering with this guy who was a professional wakeboarder named Nathan Strange. And, uh, you know, skaters and wakeboarder dudes are a little bit different. You know, most skater kids are city kids. You You just have to have concrete. If You're a wakeboarder, like you have to own a boat, and yeah, that's you gotta, generally yeah. you're in a different tax bracket, you know, right? Like, yeah, you know, if you own little, a boat, little bit of a barrier to entry right. there, <laughs> yeah. For wakeboarding, yeah. but you know, we shared a space, and Nathan's a good dude, we're still friends, you know. Uh, but we we shared a space and you know, started, you know, we were the first DC account, and we sold iPath, and we sold all these great, you know, shoes yeah. in the late 90s, and you know, it was kind of a flourishing time for the shop, and then, um. Yeah, 2003, I think we opened again in a smaller retail space. And uh, and then the skateboard park came along in like, man, it was probably 2004. And the Tupelo Skateboard Park is out in Ballard Park. And there's a whole story to that. I don't want to bore, bore your uh, listeners to death, but we wound up having a little space that was adjacent to the skateboard park. Now, is this like a public, city, a public park city park? It's a public city park. Okay, that, yeah, cool. Yeah, so we started, you know, we'd been meeting with the city. Man, for a decade at that point. And what is it about cave. Alabama
1: and getting freaking – or uh, just the southeast in general, getting yeah. skate parks, man? Yeah. I know here in Alabama, like, it, uh, that's a whole saga, and I'm sure you know the story.
0: But I do, and hell yeah to Peter for, for, like, forever. making it yeah. – yeah. mm-hmm. Every time you go and have fun at the skateboard park in Birmingham, you need to say a little thank you to Peter at Faith because Definitely. he's the guy that made it happen. I don't care, you know? He's the man. So, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But you guys had a park. And, yeah uh, so we we worked
0: with the it. city we built a little small skate park um and um bu- you know had a little little adjacent building and uh got in there and and ran the shop there and then I started having kids and you know was married and started needing an actual job for a little while and there was a there was a kid who grew up in my shop named Nate Perkins and you guys can go look him up like super underground legend you know he okay. he was getting flow from uh ten thirty one for a while christian sea tax company and Um,
1: was that the black label dude yeah so he was a black label
0: dude and he started this like halloween company basically called 1031 it was kind of this underground company Hmm. and um he so he got nate on eventually but i sold the shop to nate he ran it for a couple of years and then there really wasn't a shop for this is about the time that ben came along Mm -hmm. into the skateboard world and um you know he's a skate park kid no shop right yeah i started
2: skating in like Oops.
1: Ooh, party foul. Nah, Sorry, don't worry about it. That's Gotta fine. lick it
2: up. I'll get to, hold on. Uh, we
1: got some paper towels right behind you, Nick, <laughs> if, you will, if you don't mind. Pouring hey, beer the, on my table, dog. Not, that is
2: not the first yeah, beer to no. be spilled This
0: on guy's table. late, and he comes in here, he Thanks. just talks Spilling about himself for an hour. stuff all over the place. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Beer good. <laughs> yeah, I got a trash can right behind me. Disrespected the Black Panther. Uh-oh.
2: This is the sacred Black sacred Panther. Sacred Panther. It really
0: is.
1: All right, all good. All right, all okay. good. might be. Um. Okay. Uh. Maybe I lost you there. You said there was no shop.
0: Yeah. So there was no shop, and I was raising kids. You know. Okay. I was so kind you of just like,
1: you hit the pause on the sh- on the right. skate shop.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that was kind of during the time when my friend Carol. Ben here, Ben works at Change and is you know he kind of keeps things running over there. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of passing the mic for for Ben to pick up and explain that era of Tupelo skateboarding.
2: Yeah. So I started skating like 2010. And there was a shop at the time, like Nate Perkins was still working Lifeblood, but he was like winding it down, like trying to move out to California and make the dream work. Mm, So when I like finally started going out to the park and like leaving the driveway, like it was like the closing days of the shop and I never really knew anything about that, but met all the... Older kids would talk about it. Like it was the best thing in the oh, world. Man, and we used like, to have a shop, dude. Yes. Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, how were you getting your stuff? Just mail order? Yeah, or just
2: like, like CCS, like CCS, Skate yeah. Warehouse. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was like I was like 12. I didn't have a car or anything, so yeah. traveling Same. was out of the picture. Yeah. Oh, dude, no I was lucky that. to have like 30 bucks and just like figuring it out. And Take the bus. Yeah. Ain't no buses in Tupelo. No, have... oh, no, we man. don't even have taxis, and none of that. Nah. Oh. Like yes. there's an elderly bus, but... And that let little guys on those <laughs> you gotta sketch that thing that ah, that could work eh?
1: so how did so what did you, when did the shop come back or yeah so service? i moved
0: back to tupelo in 2019 and um was just i mean i've never oh, so you moved skating. away yeah You're i like, moved off i'm was, done with tupelo i'm yeah. done with skateboarding <laughs> it was more i'm done like with the shop <laughs> i gotta raise these babies and you know can't feed them on you know shorties. Uh, nuts and bolts so like you know I went and worked jobs for a while and you know we moved out to the country and actually had a little farm for a little while and just kind of you know living the life raising babies farmer Matt yeah yeah Yeah. it sucked dude I figured (laughs) out (laughs) it was like the possum who was making love to the skunk said I believe I've enjoyed all this I can stand Yeah. you know I got in there and did as much as I could and was just like nah I need concrete under my feet you know and this was a cool idea but no so anyway I just worked and, and you know moved back to Tupelo Uh, 2019, and then you guys all remember 2020, right? It was a weird year. So when everybody was sitting around Lysol their groceries and trying to figure out what is going on in the world and what are things fixing to be, it's like, dude, I've got to reopen the skate shop. Like, I just, I want to be back in this world. You know, I was skating. Was it always a lot. called Change, or did it t- no? So that's names? the whole deal. Is it has changed so much? You know, so oh, it was okay. like, okay, yeah. So it was Lifeblood Skate. No, sorry, it was Sideshow Skate Shop in 1996. And the skate park that I was talking about was Sideshow. Okay. And then there's one that's kind of embarrassing. It's called the Board's Nest. Not a bird, but do you remember The Dukes of Hazard? Yeah. All right. So there was a bar that they would all hang out in called the Boar's Nest, and somebody got nest. that logo of the little boar that was out front and put a D on it, and it was the Boar's Nest. That was the wakeboarder thing. It's still going, <laughs> you know. So shout out Boar's Nest. So Boar's Nest is still around. They're they're a wakeboard Wait, shop. Just pure yeah, wakeboard. Yeah, they shop. do wakeboarding. Okay. Um, and um, yeah, and then after that was there was TCB Skate Shop. You know, Elvis's hometown. There was. Okay. There was lifeblood when we was out by the skate park. and That's what it ran under whenever Nate was had it. So when it came time to reopen it, it's like, what am I gonna call it? You know, yeah. I go. I don't want to go back to sideshow. I think Dave Carney had like sideshow skateboards for a while there, and you know, and I don't want to just pick one at random. And I'm like, I don't know, man. It's just changed so many times. It's changed. Like, oh, change. <laughs> there you go. Because you know, skateboarding has to. I mean, change is pretty subversive thing and skateboarding supposed to have that edge to it anyway, you know, it's a scary thing. It could be the most positive thing in the world, right? To change. Right. But it's also a little threatening if you, you know, are in power and like, oh, I don't want things to change, you know, what if things change? So anyway, I it was Okay. Yeah. That's yeah.
1: cool. So change has uh it's gone through different variations, but it's relatively going under that name, a new shop. Yeah. Um I guess did you try to when did you pull the trigger on that? Was that right before yeah, the, that was, the pandemic and yeah, It was
0: like mid-pandemic. That's what I did, you know, when, when I started getting out of the house again. Okay. You know what I mean? Just started, I found a building, started re- revisiting, and, uh, I'm, I mean, revitalizing it. And then you hired your boy here. <laughs> yeah, that happened. I physically. just
2: wouldn't stop showing up, so right. I had no I'm choice. Like I should
0: pay this guy to do this stuff, you know?
1: Uh, so, so is this the version, uh, I've seen photos of your shop, and I'd, I'd love to come visit, um that uh, you have, like, a bowl that yeah. you built inside. Yeah, it's a big
0: 3,000-square-foot space, you know, because things are cheap in Mississippi, you know what yeah. I mean? And so it's a 3,000-square-foot space, and at least, what, 1,200 square feet is bowl.
1: That's um, so cool, dude, because that's, like, a good – excuse to get people in the door, just hanging out. I don't For know. Sure. It's a destination session the bowl. And then it's like, oh, well, I might as well pick up a t-shirt or
0: you know, right. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, we're two hours from here. You get on, it's two hours of good road. If you go to Memphis, you know, get on interstate 22. Well, we're the, we're the very middle of that, of that trip. So if you're ever, you know, Hey, let's go check out the, let's do a Birmingham to Memphis or a Memphis to Birmingham trip. Well plan, you know, to pull off the interstate halfway in Tupelo and come skate the bowl. Yeah, Sweet. we got
2: beer and AC. Can't ask for much more, right? Dude, that's yeah.
1: awesome. Now, do you is the park still around? Yeah, it's still there. Okay.
2: Skate park's still there. It's right across
0: the street and um I serve as the uh president of the Tupelo Skate Park Association. So, I'm kind of the liaison between the skate community and the city. Okay. And um we have $575,000 so far that we've raised from like Grants from our tourism department, and you know other other ways that we've gotten money over the last several years, and uh, we have a spawn ranch design revitalization for our park. Okay, and it looks like it's about to get built, but it's just. So what is it now? Is just wooden ramps? No, it's, um, so it's it's like a it's like a concrete pad.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like the American Ramp Company, like the the black steel. ramps you see, yeah, pretty the much metal ramps, yeah. yeah.
0: It's a concrete pad with some with some concrete stuff that you know it's the typical skate park that was designed by somebody that doesn't doesn't skate skate. oh dude yes we We know a lot about about that that. yeah yeah it was the early days and like I was I was involved I mean this has been like a blemish on me for for uh, you know over a decade like yes I was able to get a skate park built you know and I don't mean me but I was part of a team of people we were able to push this thing through and make it happen but then toward the end of the process, the skateboarders lost touch with the process and American ramp company swooped in and said, you know what you need? You yeah. don't want concrete. Mm-hmm. You want metal. You want metal ramps. Think about how good it's going to feel in July in Mississippi when Cooking your bare egg. skin lays down on this mini ramp, you know, it's 7,000 <laughs> right. Yeah, it's going to be so nice. I smell bacon. Yeah. So, I mean, that's been like, man, we've got to do something about this. And really, I guess, like." uh, there had been some of the, I mean, some of the guys that some of your listeners are going to know is Brandon Hayes, uh, B Hayes. He's one of the filmers in Tupelo that has done filming. I mean, he's come over and filmed with the fake guys a ton. He's filmed with skaters of Memphis and really all around, but, um, he was around during that period and he was working with the city and Carter Riley. It was somebody who was around during that time. And, you know, he's, he's out in Austin now, but he's one of our shop riders and homies. And so, he was meeting with the city to try to push the skate park forward during that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever I came back in 2019, it just, everything happened to line up where now we're going to get to do a total revitalization of the whole thing. So Dude, be that's a lot awesome, fun. man.
1: I feel like there's just been a cultural shift as far as like, at least in our neck of the woods, as far as the acceptance of yeah. like skateboarding. Dude, there's something in the water. Yeah. I'm telling something. you, man, like dude, like I think Huntsville's getting a new park, uh, which is just you know, hour and a half, two hours north yeah, of man. Birmingham and like uh you know, there's a park in Tuscaloosa. Uh, they may be doing some other stuff. But yeah, Hoover, just all over. Hoover's, Hoover's getting a park, getting the park. yeah. So Yeah. It's rest it's like all out of this all of a sudden like we just have parks popping up everywhere. It's
0: about damn time too. I you know, know I mean? man. Yeah. And
1: I think maybe COVID had a maybe if there is a positive there, you yep. know, it made people realize how important like getting out and um you know, getting a skateboard or a bike or anything. Sure. Just getting out there and doing something. You know, Yeah, and I mean really if cool. you'll
0: if you'll allow an old guy to, you know, say old guy things, like growing up in the eighties and, you know, skateboarding was um you know, a very uh, looked down upon and feared and misunderstood thing by society. But look, we we won. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. we basically grew up to shape what the future looks like. All of the art and the streetwear and the sneakers and everything from skate culture wound up shaping the world and making the world cool. And yeah. so part cool of look yeah, I mean yeah. part of my job is is learning how to be a gracious winner. You know. Yep. Now I go to the mall and there's a Zoomies and all the kids are walking around in Thrasher t-shirts and instead of being like what, you know, I just have to learn to be a gracious winner. Like, oh yeah, we won. Like, of that's course, cool. everybody wants to be a part of this thing. It's the coolest thing in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, we all know right. that it's the coolest thing in the world. I just, I just wish
1: just... it would have happened like 20 years before because, <laughs> you, you know, we were talking about Ben and he did a, a podcast with the Bunt, another popular yep. skateboarding podcast, yep. and and one thing that he talked about that resonated with me is just the fact that like and uh jamie thomas same thing in his interview with the nine club talking about growing up in the south and just the non-acceptance of skating and just getting teased all the time and made fun of and i was bullied in school and like i had my close little group of friends that skated but like people just did not get it you know what i mean and there was no support especially for you know from like city officials and stuff like that and it's just like dude it's it was tough
0: man for some perspective, um, skateboarding is what it is because we came up that way. You know that is true. Yeah. I mean, I got I got physically attacked riding a skateboard so many times, and it was from, you know, it was from like carload of gangster dudes roll up and just jump out and start whooping on you, or it'd be like a carload sure. of rednecks, yeah, you know, coming yeah. out with and just beat. I mean, we were getting it from every angle. Just because we were these weird kids with purple hair and, you know, tattoos, playing with a skateboard, wearing big pants, looking stupid. You yeah. Know what I mean, and people just tend you're a to. You're Cyrus D3s. Yeah, rocking those. Wow. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, people just don't. You know, they people tend to fear what they don't understand, and you know, you're just an easy target. And people didn't have social media, so they weren't like entertaining themselves to death. And I think people were tended to be a little bit more violent. Sure. But look, because of that, you know, I grew up in that, and. It, it it gave me radical empathy for other groups that are marginalized groups in society, you know. Now, I don't mean to make, say that skateboarders are marginalized groups in society. Right, right. But at that time, you know, being a skater, um, it was looked at like, I mean – here's here's what i mean i wound up all of our friends in school you know like the gay kids in school that were getting beat up and getting teased and getting you know given a hard time by the teachers or whatever teachers didn't do anything about it because well they deserve it you know because they're the way they are those became our friends you know because we were like oh you like cool music too you know what i mean or whatever you find some way to connect with everything and, and you know and uh other kids that are like on the margins of society, you just wind up, you know, having some affinity and making some friendships with people. And, you know, especially when it comes to doing punk rock and hardcore and that kind of thing, you have this community of people that may not have a whole lot in common other than, you know, we're here in the South. We're the people that kind of exist on the margins of society. Now, now that you can go to the mall and buy this thing, you know, prepackaged, how do you, one of the things that I ask myself is how do you keep it what it is? You know, what's mm. to keep it from 20 years from now, all the skater kids are going around, you know, jumping out of the car and beating up the kid that wants to play football in his yard. You know what I mean? Mm. Like what's to keep the thing from swapping on its head and, and, and what's to keep our culture to continue to have this kind of radical empathy for for other groups? You know what right. I mean? If If we suddenly, I mean, you know, we won, like I said. And so now we're the cool people, and well, what we do as the cool people is it, there's a certain amount of like responsibility to make sure that as the kids who are growing up in our shop come in, and suddenly they've got like social credit in high school because they're skateboarders, yeah. like suddenly they're they're the cool kids because they ride That's skateboards. Awesome. How do you make sure they don't turn out to be <coughs> whatever a nice word for dick is, you right. know, like, jock? Yeah. Right. How do you, how do you keep them from being jocks? True. You know what I mean? That's, so, a, that's a
1: good way to look at it. Hey, man, yeah. stuff's heavy. Just be nice. Everybody just be nice. nice. That's, that's <laughs> what it is. Well, uh, uh, so you opened the shop back up mid-pandemic. Um, shout out to Peter at Faith. We talked to him. I know we've had him on a couple of times. And yeah. He was kind of like, hey, man, COVID. I know a lot of people were struggling. Awesome. But for, like, <laughs> people in my industry, well, it was awesome, you yeah. know? And, like, we've talked to local people in town, like local bike shops and stuff. And they're like, dude, everybody was looking for a way to get out and do stuff. Yeah. So... How was it It change, opening in the middle of all the Yeah, craziness? I mean, it was
0: crazy because we couldn't get product, right? There was right. this
1: massive product
0: shortage. Um, the, Great time to need to stock a whole yeah, shop
1: full yeah, of exactly. merchandise.
0: And we built a bowl uh, right when when building lumber materials were going Lumber prices crazy. Yeah, oh, we,
1: dude. Most yeah. expensive bowl. Of all yeah,
0: we actually got in right before. I'd gotten quotes from several different lumber places and uh, the cheapest one, you know, I was like, okay, great, I'm going to need that, but I'm not going to need it for like six weeks or whatever, but I will get it from you. Well, he eventually called me and said, look, man, I'm going to honor this quote, but if I was to quote this to you today, it would be $6,000 more than Wow, I was when I gave it to you. He's like, if you want this, you better get it now. Dude, so, he honored that? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He was totally, yeah. Shout Dude, out to awesome, like Ponotok building materials or where I forget <laughs> where I got it, but you know, they they um they did and it was going up like crazy so we got in a little before everything went nuts but yeah man it was hard to get stuff i mean any any kind of any kind of product you could get you were stoked to have it um and now in the skate industry there's you know there's been there's really just like a glut of product because so many companies were like out of boards and people were begging for skateboards so they were like all right when they turn the machines back on, just order all the boards that you possibly can. And so now all the big companies have warehouses just totally stocked full of boards. And, you know, they're like doing these deals like, hey, I mean, you know, I got a call on the way over here like, hey, man, one box for X dollars, you know, if you'll just take them, please, you know, so.
1: I guess that's a good yeah. problem to have. You it's know, a good problem for opposite. us, yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's a bad problem for them. You know? I feel like the
1: same thing happened in like a lot of sporting goods because I know if you go to like Bass Pro, where um, you know a couple of years ago you couldn't get kayaks, right? And like we were trying to get into kayaking, and now if you go to the one uh, over not far from Birmingham, dude, they've got like a thousand kayaks. They yeah. just you know they're all over the place. So I, yeah, that's cool that you bring that up.
0: Like the glut of product. It's weird. I mean, you can't, it turns out you can't turn the global supply chain off and turn it back on again without there being some air bubbles in the hose. Mm, you sure, know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's going to just take a little while for things to correct. But
1: maybe that means better prices for you and, and I guess more uh, inventory yeah. and stuff to choose from. Yeah, I hope so. so. I
0: mean, look, everybody that knows about the skateboarding world is there, there is no money, you know, in hard goods, skateboard decks, trucks, wheels, you do that as a community service. Like you do that because you love it and you want to see kids get into it, you know? Um, And if you do it and you do it well, it earns you the right to get a Vans account or to get a, you know, something like, uh, I don't know, Nike or Adidas or, you know, some of these companies that you can actually pay your light bill. If you have that account, you know, Uh, soft goods and that kind of thing. So yeah, I'm, I'm all for having cheaper hard goods available. Just because, man, you know, this is the South, man. We got a lot of, there ain't a lot of money floating around and, you know, kids need a way to be able to get in. So I don't know, man, we, we go through a lot of decks and we wind up giving old ones away, you know, and keeping the kids riding or whatever. That's kind of what it's about. That's awesome, man.
1: Well, uh, yeah. So what's the revitalization of the park? going to look
0: like? Can you give us like the tidbits? Yeah, I can actually, bit? I could pull it up for you if you want to put it on the video feed, but, yeah. um, you uh, have to go pretty far back in our Instagram on change Tupelo. So our shop Instagram is change Tupelo. And, um, I don't know how far back you'll have to go, man, because it's been like everything, you know, it's been moving at the speed of government. So sure. yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we had the money pre pandemic and got the, um, got the pricing priced out at pre-pandemic uh building materials costs and then everything cost twice as much Mm -hmm. and we were like kind of trying to wait it out to see so what's
1: the well while he's looking for that photo what's it gonna what's the gist of the park is it gonna be more metal ramps or you guys? no gosh no
0: it's all concrete it's all concrete concrete. okay Okay, yeah yeah yeah, it's finally going to be right um we uh i worked really really closely with um uh, a good buddy at spawn ranch to do the design process. And so we can pull oh, it up later. Excuse if you me. Find it, Nick. Yeah. Um, um, so it, it's, uh, you know, he's working with the pad that we have that has some features that you don't really want to change. Like there are these banks that kind of go around yeah, and split half cool. of it. And yeah. so, you know, how do you add things in? So we'll be cutting into the pad that exists and put, putting new concrete elements in hmm. and we're building a bowl. And, um,
1: how big is the pad? Like, how many square feet?
0: I knew you were going to ask that. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have well, no idea. Like well kudos. Either way, it sounds. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Still pretty. That's a pretty good size. Yeah, you know? it's a good size park, and it's going to be fun. I mean, it'll it'll be worth pulling off the interstate for, you Definitely. know, once it's, once it's right. And yeah, especially with the shop right across the street and the bowl and everything. So, Dude,
1: that's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, uh, while you guys are in town, are you gonna hit the? uh the next the, place on the. The jet. City you wall Park, going, man. Yeah. 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 For damn sure, yeah. yeah. Dude, uh, yeah, I was. I just I took my wrist brace off right before we got rolling, but man, I've just been worked there. Yeah. You know, trying to like learn how to skate again, and um, <laughs> it's been awesome. And dude, shout out to uh, uh, I think one of your team riders, Skylar. Yeah. Uh, he was in town. Nick, if you scroll, I know you just scrolled like way down. If you scroll all the way back right to the top. Right back up. Dude, there's this clip of him like shredding the park. You yeah, Skylar King it up. It's is so insane. So if you scroll back down, uh, it's that the far right, the second row, second down. row, second row. Yeah, that one right there. Dude, he's like sure you shredding. Just jumped man, jumped out of the
0: car, did a quick 360. It's huge, dude. And yeah. it's one thing
1: to see it on video, but to actually be there at the park and to see like just how massive some of these, like the bowl that he was skating in, like yeah. on the far side of the park. And I'm like, dude. Oh my God, it's it's very impressive. So, yeah. So yeah.
0: Skyler came up. There's a, a town called Oxford, Mississippi. That's where Ole Miss is, and that's like 40 minutes from Tupelo. It's you know basically if you live in Oxford and you live in Tupelo, like you're in the same scene almost. You know. Yeah, it's okay. like our. Uh, so he that bowl raised him in Oxford. There's a grind line park over in Oxford. The shallow end is like six foot with vert. <laughs> All right. You know, these grind line dudes that like wake up and, you know, snort a line of quick creed in the morning and wash yeah. it down with a warm bush, you know, like those dudes built this park and it's, it's like vert shallow end 12 foot, uh, bowl. Heavy, on the D wow, with crazy. a giant cradle, like a 20 something foot cradle. And like, if you build it, they'll come or whatever. Well, mm-hmm. Skylar Came out of that thing for sure,
1: dude. It was funny. We they did the grand opening at our park, and uh, they had like uh, Peter was there, they did a contest street contest, bowl contest, and stuff. And uh, uh shout out to Tony from New Line Skate yeah. Parks, he flew back in to be part of the grand opening, and he was in the bowl skating and stuff. And then when he would hop out, like everybody's just kind of standing around because. Just so many, you know, the dudes that I came up with, we just didn't really have bowls oh, yeah. you know, to skate. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm. dude, I was like, hell no, I'm not jumping in there. You know what I mean? Right. And, and so, uh, but he was shredding it. And then there was a couple of dudes that you know may have came from out of town, but I don't know. We'll have some rippers. Yeah. soon, I'm sure. Yeah,
0: you just set your watch, dude. Here in about a year, there'll be a crop of kids and coming out of Birmingham. I'm just looking be- forward to
1: like. Now that we have this park, all the events and stuff that yeah. they bring, like the demos, and the, you can have like real legit contests and oh, stuff, yeah. that's something we've just never had, you yeah. know? And so it's yeah. really cool for It the is. Skate it's world it's class,
0: awesome. man. And, um, you know, again, I mean, it just, Peter's been fighting the good fight for as long as I've known him. He opened in
1: 95, I think. It's about the same time. He said yeah, that you all go back. Each other for we used a while. To,
0: he used to come over and skate, and I'd come over here and, you know, see the shop. So. That's where we're going when we leave here. We're going to go by and hang out with them. and um, Those guys are coming over to our big event in September.
1: Yeah, so let's talk about that, man. I, um, like many of my friends um, and probably people from the Birmingham Metro, not super familiar with Tupelo. Uh, I don't know if I've ever been, uh, so I definitely need to get yeah. over there and check it out. But you guys do have this big event coming up. It's called the Change Tupelo Festival. Uh, it looks like it's a two-day event in September. That's right. Um, what... What is this event?
0: Yeah, so Labor Day weekend, um, there are a few components to it, um, and I'll tell you the the. the is three. Elvis from Tupelo? Elvis, yeah. from Tupelo. okay, all right. Elvis was born in Tupelo. Okay, in fact, I, I don't see don't the Elvis poster you got. I don't know if right you here. can see that on the camera, but that's, oh, dude, yeah, you're yeah, actually man. born with that in Tupelo. That's how you know. Oh, okay, it's just from, it comes out. Yeah, up. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's did the, you see the movie? Have you seen I it haven't yet? seen it yet.
1: I've yeah. heard mixed reviews. I was just going to get yeah. your opinion. But anyway.
0: No, okay. I'm, I'm for uh, people coming to Tupelo. Okay. So if it's a good thing for that, then great. Sweet. Um, yeah, man. So our Tupelo, Change Tupelo Festival, there are three uh, major parts to it. And I'll tell you what those three parts are, and then I'll kind of give you an overview of how they're going to go down. All right. All right. So one of them, there's a group called Punk Rock and Paintbrushes. And there's a gal named Emily who has a lot of really cool friends, basically. She's (laughs) friends with a ton of pro skateboarder legends. She's friends with a ton. She has a background in music production, so she knows a ton of, like, punk rock legends, you know. And so just through her friendships with all of these guys, she is also very into art. And she has developed this group of kind Of this loose confederation of people who are punk rock and paintbrushes artists, all right. So, I'm talking about Christian Hosoy and Steve Caballero and Matt Hensley, uh, Ray Barbie, um, several other of these like legendary skaters. Was Jason Adams on that list, Jason Adams Jason made Adams? that yeah. Elvis, uh, right there for the poster. Dude, I was such a fan, yeah, just like, his style, of skating yeah. And stuff. So, come to Tupelo and meet him. Um, so, uh, and then also, he's you know, she's she's buds with like. You know tim from rancid so and he's an artist so he'll come and or, or like uh the guy from uh like strung out and mike ness from social distortion like she just kind of knows all of these people and so when when they're not touring she'll say okay you seven you know guys pro skaters members of bands whatever let's go do a three-day run and do a show and you guys can show your art She'll handle all it's like the a operational art art show. Art. Right. Yeah. Okay. Pop up in these different cities. And you know, you can you, people can come out and meet you and they can buy your art. So that's what she runs. She runs punk rock and Paintbrushes, And they you know, they have an Instagram. You can go and look. That's cool. And see. I'd
1: never I'd never heard of that until yeah, we talked man. about it. Yeah.
0: So a year ago, um, they were coming to St. Louis and I was like, yo, we've got to take a change trip to St. Louis and go see all these guys. Like Cab's gonna be there, Hassoy's gonna be there. Uh, cool. uh Matt Hensley, you know, who to me, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm from the Matt Hensley era. You know what I mean? Like he's to me, he's the Michael Jordan or whatever. And, um, you know, the cool thing about skateboarding and punk rock is we just don't have rock stars. There are no Hensley and Lucero like around the same time. Yeah. So Lucero is older. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Was Hensley Hensley on black label? Hensley was on label. Okay. Okay. I was like, I know that name. You got to go back and watch Hocus Pocus. If you want to get in on the the Hensley uh, train and understand why, if you'd seen me in like 1991, I would have been wearing some baggy cargo pants with a chain wallet and trying to skate in some half cab, not half cabs. um, Man, what are those vans that are starting to make a comeback? You know what I mean? The Chuckas. He was he was rocking the Chuckas, and anyway. The cool thing about skateboarding and punk rock is that there are no rock stars, you know what I mean? Like, if you start taking yourself too seriously, we're just like, get out of here, dude. You know, you've, like, forgotten what it's about. And so, like, all of these guys are just skaters or just dudes. And so... We go to the art uh, show in St. Louis, and uh, we stayed. You guys have to look up Cooler B and think they have an Instagram. Cooler B and B, yeah, like you know, there's a B and B, but Cooler, all right, so it's Cooler B and B, yeah, okay, all right. The whole backyard of this Airbnb thing in St. Louis is a concrete skate park. Oh, sick! And you can rent it out, you know, and it's like hundred bucks per person, and once you get to ten, it's a flat fee, you know. Yeah. So you just. Just come in and just rage, and the whole backyard is nothing but a concrete skate park. That is so, so Dude, so that so is awesome. Good. Why don't we have more of those, Cooler dude? Cooler b and I don't know. Go do it. It's a cottage industry. You know? That's There's, awesome. Nobody's done it here yet. You guys could kill on that. I mean, just oh, yeah. do that in Birmingham. Buy a cheap house. Build a park. People the neighbors would like, love it. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. <laughs> love it. This dude's making so much money, he's just buying all his neighbors' houses. He just mm-hmm. bought the yeah. house next door to him on both sides. He just right. pulled out so, the
2: fence, making a double park. Yeah. Killing
0: Cooler B and B. Cooler B and B. So anyway, we we rented change rented Cooler B and B for the weekend. Of and this, this is in um, St. Louis. Yeah. In St. Louis. Yeah, that's, that's it what right it there. Is. What that's a the fun backyard. trip to go
1: on, man! Go to the oh, yeah. show and then do this. Right. I'm like, oh, that's, that's so. So I'm
0: messaging some of the dudes. So one of the guys name is Paul Kobriger, and he was one of my sales reps for one of the companies. He's not with them anymore, but he's an artist who is part of this thing. And I'm saying, yo, Paul, like, we're we're coming to the show. Check out where we're staying, you know? So he yeah. shows Hasoy and Cab and whoever. And after the show, I'm like, come skate. And they're like, bet we'll be there in a little bit. So just ordered a bunch of pizzas and stayed out there skating that backyard with like and all
2: the dudes came. Cab and soy and what? Jason Adams. And he just, like chilling Cavalera. Novak
0: and yeah, all those dudes came out. And wow, we just that's sessioned awesome, and hung out and talked to like two in the morning. Blair Alley, photographer for Trans World and just like legendary skate photographer. Um, who am I forgetting, man? Did any of this uh, stuff get picked up in any article or got anything? Him.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah so Brand Brandon Novak is a big part of oh, the yeah, show.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, uh, yeah, there's him right there in the yeah, middle. Yeah.
0: yeah, Dan Smith is a tattoo artist and a hardcore kid out in Los Angeles. And uh, he's famous because he's a rad tattoo artist, but I think he was on the one of those like tattoo TV shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So Big uh, Masters or something. Yeah, like well, I don't know which one it is, but I mean That's he was lot. on it or whatever. But he's just an incredibly cool guy, you know. And Sick. so he was there and we just, you know, just skaters and punkers, right? And so we'd make friends, stay in touch. So um, over the course of the last year, I'm like, yo, you don't want to go back to St. Louis. You know, <laughs> you know where you haven't mm-hmm. been? You have not been to Tupelo, Mississippi. Like you should come to Tupelo. So um, in, the, in the process, I work with our tourism board a lot. You know, there's this okay. group of people in Tupelo that we actually pay a 2% tax on every beer and every hotel room and every uh, uh, food thing that's bought in Tupelo that goes to our tourism board. And their job is to do cool stuff with that money, you know. Okay. And so uh, meaning, you know, bring people to Tupelo uh, to visit. So they were coming out to the shows that we were having and coming out to the skate events that we were having and noticing, man, there's people from Tennessee here, people from Alabama here. These bands are coming over from Birmingham all the time. You know, Stay Lost and Qualifier and, man, Reclaim the Empire. There's so many Birmingham bands have come over and played. Yeah. Um, and um, they're like, you guys are bringing people to town. So that started kind of a relationship with us, which led to hey, me. So what's Matt doing over there? Yeah, Come on, we're going to check this out. Yeah, so we um, – I talked to the CVB and told them I had this cool touring art show and we're interested in possibly coming over and doing it in Tupelo. So that led to, uh, we're going to shut down the whole street in our little historic downtown, uh, happens to be where Elvis bought his first guitar, Mm. right? In uh, downtown Tupelo, Mississippi. Elvis history. That's cool. Yeah. And, uh, uh, we're gonna throw a big skateboarding, art, and music festival that's just totally free on the on Labor Day weekend. So okay. Friday night, Saturday night, September second uh, and third. So Dude, all that to that say, that awesome. Man. That the uh, punk rock and paintbrushes crew is coming for sure, and uh, there it's gonna be Blair Alley, the photographer, Brandon Novak's coming, Christian Hassoy's coming, Jason Adams is coming. Mark DeSalvo, who if you go and look at like no effects album covers, I know he did the one for like Heavy Petting Zoo. It's a little sketchy. Okay. Um, Mark like DeSalvo. And stuff. Yeah, okay. he's the artist. Mm-hmm. Paul Koberger, uh, Ray Barbie, the legend is coming. Sean Cliver is coming. The guy who drew, I mean, you think of a skate graphic and you've got a pretty good chance that you're thinking of a, Sha- of a Sean Cliver graphic. He did like so many boards. Um, he did Ray Barbie's ragdoll board, you know, okay. way back. I mean, yeah. he's done a million. So a lot Sean of Kliver, iconic designs and stuff. The way that a lot of younger people know him now is he's uh Skateboards. That's his art brand and skate brand. And Strangelove did a dunk recently, and it's, like, one of the most sought-after Nike dunks ever, oh, really? ever. Yeah, so he's he's coming, Sean Cliver. I mean, he should. he and his art has shaped skateboarding, and, like, he should be a millionaire, you know. Uh, a guy named Sean Star Wars is coming up um, to show his art. So that's the punk rock and paintbrushes element of the Change Tupelo Festival. All right. Right. Then there's another group called the Super Skate Posse. So look up Super Skate Posse on Instagram. It's Atiba Jefferson, the photographer, and Chris Narotko, who is part owner of NJ Skate Shop up in Jersey uh, he's the guy that puts together the skate shop day thing, you know, support your local skate shop, skate, skate shop, shop day. day. Yeah. Just a really good dude. He, you know, he's worked in the skate industry forever. And um, he and Atiba started this nonprofit called the Super Skate Posse with the explicit purpose of removing the cost barrier of entry into skateboarding for some of the most underserved parts of our communities sure so
1: and actually get like a quality product oh man some some cheap walmart right or something
0: so what we're doing uh i'm buddies with with christian raccoe i mean he's just one of the coolest dudes ever you know i don't want to blow his cool guy image or whatever but he's genuinely like a sweetheart guy and like he's been super kind to us as a shop and uh, just through that friendship was like, yo, what would it be like to get a super skate posse event going the same weekend that we have all of these uh, legends coming in to do art and whatever. And so the way that it worked out is I'm working with the uh, boys and girls club in Tupelo. Okay. And we're identifying a hundred kids that are part of their program. So ages six to 16, a hundred kids. And we're going to give, we're, we're bringing in a bunch of pros. It's a ton of BIPOC pros, man. Um, who all's coming? Let's see.
1: I saw Zion Wright. Yeah, Zion the Wright is yeah.
0: coming. Olympian Zion Wright, right? Christian Henry, Jamie Reyes, Justin Henry. Um, Ray Barbie's kind of part of that crew too, you know?
1: Yeah, a lot of these dudes kind of bleed over into oh, yeah. the other elements. Yeah, right for sure.
0: Giovanni Retta, you know, is coming down with these I guys. I saw Retta um, on there. Yeah, Rb Umali, uh, infamous New York City filmmaker, you know, video guys coming down to to do the video recap, and um, and some others are coming down with them. And th- and what we're gonna do is we're gonna give a hundred kids a hundred complete skateboards from Quasi and Real and Crooked. And we're going to give them 100 pairs of Van sneakers and we're going to give them 100 helmets just free. And so we're going to introduce 100 new skateboarders into our little skateboard, you know, community in one day. Dude, that's awesome, man. When we do it, it's it's not just me. You know what I mean? It's like Zion Wright giving it to the kids and, and saying like, look, this is just a toy. But this toy took me to Japan, you know, to skate in the Olympics, right. and it's a whole lot of fun too, you know. That could be so, you, man. Exactly, and <laughs> yeah. you know, hey, and they're going to give them kind of their first lesson out there, and then they're going to put on a pro demo to show them, you know, what can be done on those little toys
1: too. So where's the demo? Is going to be held in the same? It'll be downtown. Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. Set up some some. Right. Ramps so that brings me here. to the
0: third and final pillar. Of oh, okay. The, okay.
1: Okay. Of You're of getting to it. Part. I'm rushing you, man. Sure. No, no,
0: that's a perfect segue. So we are inviting a bunch of our sister shops over to just have like an invitational jam basically. I'm old school, I don't really believe in calling it a contest cuz like how you know, you can't score more goals than the other guy or whatever on a skateboard, right? I'm right. not into that whole thing. I feel like skateboarding is a self-expression, uh but contests are rad because everybody just like pushes themselves to sure. really go off and really land whatever, you know, but I remember one of the things that was completely befuddling to the Olympic judges was, you know, you got these, you got team whatever Brazil and team America and team Japan, and they're all cheering for each other. You know, when when team Japan lands something, team America's beating their board over there. That doesn't yeah. happen oh in basketball. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. But we're skaters, and we're like, yes, you know, when somebody else lands something, you get hyped. So. Because of that element of, you know, when everybody gets together and everybody's pushing each other, we're going to have this invitational jam. And there's basically a downhill street in our little historic downtown, and we're going to build a directional uh level from tony hawk pro skater basically you know have a big roll in that'll go in you see a lot
1: more of those on thrasher and stuff they do like these downhill jams exactly and and they're like you know those are like intense it's so cool man like they'll set up a flat bar and they're going like 100 miles an hour and just trying to do the fastest crook or something
2: yeah yeah my
0: inspiration for this thing is you can go and look up a 2012 do tour where
2: um man oh man who won that year uh Ryan Sheckler, the Harrison Street Jam. Yeah, Harrison Street Jam, all like Jam, a downhill slalom kind of thing, do tour thing.
0: But anyway, it's it's uh, you know you'll drop in, you're going downhill, go. you're hitting like something that could conceivably be there. Like, oh, you gonna park you know, the
1: car and put some oh, ramps yeah, over definitely it. Definitely have stuff. a car. Oh, yeah. Who's gonna
0: <laughs> donate their car? Hopefully yeah. a cop car. we little will yeah, it at yeah. the end. I, Molotov. <laughs> I really want to find an old Blues Brothers cop car oh, that'd you know, be that, suits, that, yeah. that's grindable you can probably find one that's just like in a
1: you know yeah, junkyard yeah. yeah. just haul if it you, and set if it if you're place.
0: watching this and you own an old cop car if anybody car, has an old car they yeah. want to donate it to a skate yeah, competition get at me get us up. Um, yeah. we'll have a flatbed trailer that goes across the intersection with a bank going up to it flat bar in the middle you know 50 foot flatbed with like a set of stairs coming off the end and a big handrail, just a huck and, you know, doing it for the entertain the crowds or whatever. Oh, dude, it'd, so, be, it'd
1: be Gnar. <laughs> yeah,
0: so six different shops. Let me see so I don't forget anybody. It's shops and crews, two of them from Alabama. Um, so Waterboys from Pensacola, Florida uh, is bringing a team up. Stratosphere over in Atlanta are going to yeah. bring a team over. Uh, Southern Supreme, they're a, they're a local uh, skate company kind of out of Tuscaloosa. Yeah, dude. And they got a whole crew, you know, some rippers. They're going to come out. 6th Ave up in Nashville, Tennessee is going to bring their crew down. Uh, a big crew of skaters in Jackson, Mississippi. A lot of the guys that helped build the DIY spot down there, the slab, are going to come up. Uh, Ruckus down in Baton Rouge, uh, Louisiana is bringing their team up. Faith going to field some boys over our way. Contact is bringing a crew from Memphis, uh, Brazen from Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and then us, you know, here okay. uh, at change. So we'll just – I mean, even if, you know, whatever, 10 people per, there's going to be 100 skaters down there just, you know, losing it their minds. Sounds mind. like there's going to be a lot. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. dude. That's crazy. Um, dude, that sounds super awesome. Heavily skateboard influenced, but something for – for everybody. Yeah. For, you know? yeah. For, I guess
0: if there was a fourth uh, element to it, it's that there's music playing sure. all day long. You know, there's free music in the streets. And um, I'll, have to, I'll have to try to give you a list real quick.
1: But you guys are going to have bands kind of in that same. So everything is basically taking place in one area. That's, that's right. Free, that you guys are shutting down. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, all right. So on Friday night we'll have a VIP party at change, which is on the other side of town. It's a small town. So it's like right. a 10 minute drive. Sure. But, um, yeah, that's when, if you want to buy it. So this is a free event, totally free. Anybody can come, but the, there are some VIP opportunities for like meet and greets. Right. So okay. if you want to buy, we have the St. Joe strummer package. Um, and if you get that, it's like 200 bucks. There's only 50 of them. Most of them have sold already. There's a few left. Um, but you get to come in and it's just you, like the 50, you and 50 other people come into the shop and you just basically get to hang out with Ray Barbie and hang out with Krishna Soy and, you know, get him get your picture made and get them to sign yeah, your board. Okay. And, you know what I mean? Just you and 50 other people. And we're going to feed you tacos and we're going to take good care of you and give you some beers and some drink tickets or whatever, you know, and have a fun little private party. And then after that's over on Friday afternoon, we'll open it up and just have the re- a regular show like what we have there about once a month. Um, and, you know, people will be skating the bowl. There will be bands playing in the parking lot. Ray Barbie's going to play a set that night. You know, he's an amazing musician himself. Uh, qualifier from Birmingham is going to come out and play. Yeah,
2: that's so sick. Yeah, yeah shout-out
1: Burrito Pucks. Um, we actually had those dudes on, or one of the guys on, Matt, us. Uh, Seward, I think is the last name. Forgive yeah. me, Matt, if I said you knew any wrong. but uh, he was like, Yeah, my, my partner in crime can't be here because he's out of town playing a show with Qualifier. So I don't know, maybe that was yeah. one of the shows he played in Y'all City. He may
0: have been in Tupelo, but Tyler in Qualifier is a shop kid, he grew up in my skate shop okay, in Tupelo. Cool. So yeah, I mean, um, you know, he's a grown man now, but like, well, yeah, <laughs> I'm you know, I'm Papa, so. Anyhow, dude. So you you know that night, there'll still be some pros hanging around, and there will still be you know just people milling about and and stuff at change. That's on Friday night. September How big the is 2nd. your shop? Three, uh, it's interrupt. like three thousand square feet.
1: When you guys do shows there, do you have like a do you just section off a area of the shop, or do you actually yeah, have like so, a stage or anything? Nah,
0: it's just we just we either play outdoors.
2: Yeah, so uh, all of the stuff inside, like all the racks are on wheels, so you just shove them so in the you back shove corner. Way. And, uh, have kids jumping off of the countertop and shit and just <laughs> getting ape shit. I mean, people I mean, when they're like, shredding the bowl and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah,
0: people are skating the bowl while the band's playing. That's cool. But, I mean, we do. You know, we have yoga on Wednesday nights. I've always wanted to do yoga, right? Cause yeah, cause, like, I be doing to all, Yeah, because like, <laughs> I want to be able to touch my toes. You're doing it all, man. I want to be able to touch my toes. I'm old, man. I'm 45 yeah. years old. I want to be able to skate. And so, like... You know, I'm like, I'm not going to some yoga studio, right? I just don't really fit in, like, fart too much, and everything. And so, like, I'm like, I'll bring the <laughs> have uh, my own yoga studio. studio. That's right. <laughs> I'll bring the yoga studio to me. So we reached out to this really cool chick in town, and she's like, "Yeah, I'll come teach a an, a yoga class at the skate shop." So we've been doing that for over a year now, man. And, wow, man, um, yeah. it's pretty sick. So yeah, we can just move everything Nothing's off, off the, the table. <laughs> like, uh, that's right. Now you're ready
1: to do it. You got to pay rent. rent. You know, awesome. how can we do stuff? <laughs> that's so, cool.
0: Anyway, we'll we'll have that Friday night, and that that's you know that's what's going on the first night of the festival. It's kind of the pre-festival. Okay. Then Saturday, September the I don't want to say this wrong. It's the second September third. the third. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, Saturday September the third, we'll move to downtown Tupelo will be set up shut on down the South the Broadway. Shut down the whole Piss street. Piss off, Grandma. <laughs> <you know. laughs> We're going to build a bunch of skate ramps. We're going to have a stage, you a know, professional stage set up. And there, there'll never be a time when a band's not playing on Saturday. So just some of the bands. Let me see if I have them. So Andrew Bryant, Exploit the Dead, Harvey Doug, Hoodie Gang, Invisible Teardrops from down in Alabama. Uh, Jake Wood, Joystick is a big ska punk band from down in um, New Orleans. Lipstick Stains from Memphis qualifier ray barbie the pine hill hates is a is an alabama band and xy spaces is is an alabama band they're coming over to play too so there'll be live music all day it's free again there's a vip package if you get one of those uh top ones that um that are um limited then you also get to come to a thing uh where clyde singleton is going to cook chicken and waffles for all the pros and all the all the homies that have the the Joe Strummer package. So that's lunch for you on Saturday. Is just you get to, you know, you and Christian Assoy get to sit down with Clyde Singleton while he's cooking up chicken and waffles and making everybody laugh. You know? Yeah, that's cool. That's so yeah, I forgot that's to awesome. mention Clyde's coming. We just got him on last minute, so I have to redo the flyer to put him on. Um and then there's just creature comforts, right? You get to go into this alleyway where there's like a private bar and we're gonna be serving up snacks for everybody, and you have your own. Private porta potties, which is nice yeah. when there's a oh thousand dude people when there's living. a thousand people having <laughs> having a restroom man yeah yeah that's awesome. Uh, we're also going to pull a big uh, we're uh, working with a local tattoo uh, group, Ironclad Tattoo. You can look them up on Instagram as well. They're an incredibly um, talented group of traditional tattooers uh, out of Saltillo, Mississippi, which is kind of one of plus suburbs.
1: Are they going to post up and they're going to post up? They'll be there?
0: tattooing uh, during the festival. Um, you know, we'll have a flash sheet with like some skateboarding stuff, some Tupelo slash Elvis stuff, some old punk rock stuff, and you can just come and pick something for cheap, get tattooed during the festival. So it's Dude, just, you know, awesome, if, you, if you like music and food and, you know, getting tattooed and meeting famous people and doing seeing, all the cool stuff. Yeah, seeing 100 kids get their first skateboard and watching an Olympian get to skate, you know, some stuff, come to Tupelo on Labor Day weekend. That's, that's awesome. two hours that way on the interstate.
1: So well this I guess this is the first time you've ever tried to put on a big event like yeah, this. So it you is. have a background in like putting on Nah? I mean, obviously no, I the no shows idea and I'm stuff doing. that you guys do, but yeah. yeah.
0: No, I really don't I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm just working with a lot of uh, for whatever reason, man. I mean the city just thinks. I was about it's to the say they thing. think it's they're yeah. on board. Yeah. They're like, Oh hell yeah, this yeah. is cool. It's exactly it. And so they're like, Yeah, here, this, this is who you need to talk to about getting this permit, and this is who you need to talk to about that. Okay. So sweet. Yeah, they've made a three-year commitment to it. So really? This is okay. year one. This so. is the Sponsor Me tape. You know what I mean? So we do this one. I'm sure it's it only going to well, get bigger. Yeah, It's after just going to grow.
1: It sounds like it's going to be epic. So if people wanted to find out more about the event yes. or get these uh, VIP tickets that you were talking about, I guess they could just go to the Change Tupelo site.
0: Yes, yeah, so you can go to changetupelofestival.com, and that's just going to forward you to changetupelo.com. Yeah. And you'll see the different VIP packages and what they include, and you know there's merch, t-shirts, and all of that that comes with the with the VIP package levels. And there's you know one that's as cheap as fifty bucks. It just basically like lets you get in the shade and like yeah, you know what I mean? Like have a little bit Some of a cold water, right? So, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's that's what's up, man. That's what we're trying to come and invite folks to come over from Birmingham. You know, don't go to the beach on Labor Day weekend. That's what all the lame. No, people you don't do. want to do that. Yeah, you well, know, don't go to the odd. mountains. Don't go to Dolly World or whatever Dollywood. Dolly
1: World. Yeah, we <laughs> don't, don't want to well, go yeah, to Gatlinburg.
0: Man. You know, you want to come to Tupelo, Mississippi, on Labor Day weekend. Well, dude, it
1: sounds awesome, and I uh, yeah, I got to get over there and, and check out your city and stuff. And like, I'm not very familiar with Tupelo. Uh, But being only two hours away, I mean, you just think of all the other
0: big cities like Memphis and uh, or going the other way, going towards Atlanta. Right. um. One of the things about this festival is, you know, it's art and punk rock and there's some hip hop groups playing. But, you know, it's punk rock and paintbrushes. And I think so many people, especially here in the South, even in 2022, they think punk rock. Like, what is that? Is that the people that shop at Hot Topic? and you know, set cop cars on fire or whatever. And it's like, yeah, we do that on Tuesdays, but on the weekend, (laughs) you know, we give away skateboards to kids and whatever. And so I'm I'm trying to, through the advertising and through the kind of public facing um, uh, imaging from all of this, I want to try to explain to the greater community that punk rock doesn't have a, a certain look. It doesn't have a certain sound. It does. There's no uniform, you know, and it's not a uniform thing. It's just that there are some common threads that kind of unite it. And one of those is a sense of community, like we talked about earlier, when you have a group of people that sort of are into things that push them out to the margins of society, then they wind up making friends with other people that are kind of weirdos. And, mm-hmm. you know, you wind up with, a hey, this guy's doing this. Why? I'm, I'm doing that. And maybe we could do it together. And so this sort of organic community takes place. So. One of the, you know, what makes something punk rock? Well, it's going to have this element of community to it. It's also going to have this element of DIY. Like, you have to do it yourself. Nobody's going to do it for you, right? Right. You're not, you'll die waiting around complaining like, man, why won't they do, you know. You just have to do it yourself if you want to see it done. Just like this podcast, right? You guys are like, man, there should be a podcast. Well, let's do one. There wasn't
1: enough podcasts in the world. That's right. We we need another one. We need one more. Yeah. Add (laughs) to
0: the mix. So, and, um, it, it, you know, oh, I remember what the other thing was.
1: But, yeah, that's cool. Um, I, I would imagine. You said the city's been pretty supportive of this event. But For sure. I would imagine, you know, a small town like um, uh, Tupelo and going to the government, uh, city government and saying, hey, I want to do this event. There might be some, like, negative stereotypes. Like, of hell like, no. Like, what are you all right. going to be doing? Are we tattooing in the streets yeah. and loud music and, and skateboarding and all this stuff? You know, so – that's cool that, like, I don't know, it sounds like they're, they're into it, you know what I mean? They're into and, it, yeah.
0: And I think they're starting to kind of understand where it's coming from a little bit more that, man, this is a community-minded group of people. And that's why it was so important to me to include the Super Skate Posse event, the give back, in yeah. the festival. You know, I mean, that's, there's a lot of funds that we could have paid some big band to come in from out of town or whatever. But, dude, we have fun listening to some big band for an hour and then it's over. Yeah, We use those funds to buy a 100 kids, 100 skateboards, oh, and that's 100 a pair lifetime shoes. of shoes. I mean, yeah. you may have put somebody on a different trajectory for life, you know. Definitely. I know it did for me. I mean, it's skateboarding. Yeah. If it weren't for skateboarding, I just wouldn't be who I am, you know. It's exactly. it introduced me to art and music and travel, and, you know, you get to meet people that aren't like you, and you get to figure out, like, oh, everybody doesn't think like I do, and maybe I should figure out why they think the way that they do, and it just exposes you to the world. Incredible. So. Yeah, man, if we can do that, if this can be a vehicle for that kind of change here in the South, then I'll be happy.
1: Dude, that's awesome, man. So, yeah, get over and check out Mississippi, man. Hey. Were you guys born and raised there? I mean, is, that's... I was. Okay. And, uh, yeah, well, I'm glad the shop's doing well. I yeah, appreciate but, it, man. Hey, I brought you guys I,
0: some presents, by the way. Oh, whoa! Sw- I what forgot up? about that. You can give me that Ben Gilly deck?
1: No. Nope. <laughs> oh, you wish, buddy. You <laughs> I wish. got a spot for it on the wall, man.
0: That's only important Ooh. to me, I think, you know. No, that Skate thing is history, rad. Dude. Yeah, that is cool. All right. Um, so we do, you know, like most shops, we do a line of soft goods, but we really try to put a lot into them. So let's see. I know uh, it's not going to be hot forever, man. So here's, cool uh, here's a hoodie. Yo, dude, let's go. sick, man. Let's so go. got,
1: You're going to see me coming. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> got sure. 80,000. Dumpster 000. fire 22. Yo, <laughs> that's
0: sick. Yeah. yeah. So art by cheeks over here. Ben. Oh, you did that? Yeah, yeah. Awesome, had, like, yeah. That's it. our actual dumpster at the skate shop that he actually painted up that way. and actual picture of there. it. But and, that's not um, like printed on. That's actual no, life. Yeah, that's embroidered. Like a patch. Yeah. Eighty thousand stitches of embroidery in a really heavy See, garment. That's awesome, there. So man. we try to we try to do it upright. There's graphic designer over here.
2: That's cool. I yeah. try. I try. Just pencil to paper though. Don't know how to use a computer. Yeah, we're gonna. Oh, you it hand again. drew this? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So keyboard get... scare me. Commission you for some heavy ultra stuff. I'll do it for but free, man.
2: Dude, I know we need like to step up our.
0: Yeah. So this is. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm. You know, I'm kinda into I was listening. I've cure. been eyeing yesterday, that. <laughs> dude. That's
1: crazy. I was on my way just randomly, and I was trying to think of something to, to listen to, and I pulled up the Cure. Yeah. And I was like jamming out to it. They've been that's my so random. They've been my wore that favorite shirt.
0: band since like 1988. Yeah. Seriously, and um, you know, I just can't get. I can't quit them. So well, that Cure
1: shirt is this shit well now that's you awesome. own
0: one of these which oh, is uh, okay sick it's a change you know it says change not the cure but it's written kind of in their font here uh embroidered in this tonal thing and then we did some punk rock patches that we sewed yeah, on dude. to yeah dude, so that's that was awesome, another one man. that we
1: did dude these doesn't these don't look cheap i thought you were just gonna bring us like a t-shirt man this is uh, like oh uh, dude nice we're, we're there.
2: on independent dude yeah in, yeah. he's them. the Empire screen stuff, printer he
1: knows like all right? the ins and outs of like the fabric and all that stuff.
0: yeah i love so. screen i used to screen print too you know you, when you own a skate shop you got to figure it, out a it way it to goes make money hand hand, yeah. <laughs> so this is a here's a t-shirt for you the classic a basic shirt yeah. classic shirt but here's the story anybody recognize that do you know the significance of, is that the of you guys hand? watching at home is that the uh yep you're making the right motion come with on hands. come on for anyone
1: listening, uh, we do have a YouTube channel, and you can see all the cool merchies slinging our way. See all the stuff we talked about. On That's
0: that. right. I forgot that it's not always you know, on, on TV. That's the Nautis Hydrant. Um, I was out in Venice, and uh, there's a guy out there, uh, Dan Levy, who uh, runs Juice Magazine. And I dropped by to see him and we were walking around Venice and he was, you know, he was just, he's like the historian of Venice. He's like, oh yeah, that's where Red Hot Chili Peppers recorded Blood Sugar Sex Magic. And oh yeah, that's where Jim Morrison used to live. And yeah, we were, and this is this and this. And he goes, oh, you want me to really blow your mind? Come follow me. Watch this. And we walk around the corner and here's this fire hydrant. And that's I knew, the hydrant. I knew as soon as I saw it, you know, <sighs> that it was the, it was the Nautis where fire spun, hydrant yeah. where he holl- hollies up onto it, spins around so i slapped a sticker on it and uh, took a picture and was like that's my next shop shirt so that's so that
1: one random yeah. have y'all seen uh you know andy anderson's got like this obsession with fire hydrants and i don't know if you watch uh dan corrigan's channel um he does a lot of skating stuff and they go around venice and they uh he's like taking pictures of all these different fire hydrants and i don't know maybe they walked <laughs> really? by the Nautilus hydrant. I, I, yeah. hopefully they did so yeah. random but yeah like andy anderson's just got this thing with like fire hydrants he explained know, it send him a shirt yeah i shall
0: hook you up andy and you they know. were
1: in venice of all places skating yeah. and uh yeah
0: i'm was, down with, andy's such a weirdo cool. that i have to back him dude you know dude, what I mean? he rules man yeah.
1: And uh, it's it's cool to see him like i don't know just his personality and stuff i've never met andy anderson right. but i would imagine he's a cool dude Can't to help. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly and it's like skateboarding is supposed to prize like individuality and whatever, but and we can be pretty cookie cutter. Like, what, dude, what kind of pants are you wearing? You know what I mean? Right, you know? right. Andy Anderson didn't care. He does not care. He's a, rocking the helmet. He's got a and, scum yeah. stash and you know long hair and a Lives helmet in a and whatever. ambulance. Hey? <laughs> right. Yeah, he's I a know. weirdo. I back yeah. that 100. percent So last one. Um, this is our uh, downtown where we all grew up skating. There's this uh, kind of courthouse. And, okay, uh, so yeah, that's the logo I'm Did a little Bad with. Brains homage there because we were always getting banned in downtown. So, you know, not banned in D.C., but banned in downtown. Dude, I, that's so, probably my favorite design. To look that that's stuff. awesome, yeah. man.
1: That's super cool.
0: Yeah, all that stuff's done ChangeTupelo.com. Uh, we do try to do a line of soft goods, you know, every season. Okay. So...
1: Well, dude, uh, yeah, I would encourage anybody that's listening to this episode, get over to Tupelo, uh, check out the shop, go ride the bowl. Yes. And, uh, yeah, if people wanted to learn more, they go to changetupelo.com. You guys are on Instagram, all the other socials.
0: Yeah, trying um, to figure out TikTok.
1: Dude, same, yeah. same, same. So, But this was cool, man. Thank you guys for making the tour over and uh, go shred the park for sure. Yeah. Right it's on. probably going to be, you know, at the time of this recording, in the middle of the day on Saturday, it's probably going to be – Packed as packed hell, out. but you know, might be. you oh, well. might be able to carve your path and skate. I try to get up there early, and, yeah, yeah, because I suck and I just want to have the, you know, not a million people staring at me. Say, Dude, I'm just I've sucked for so long. I'm used to it. Yeah, you know, so, <laughs> then, I just man. keep from getting hurt, but, right? But man, it was awesome to meet you guys. Uh, nice to so meet you too. Thanks for coming. Yeah,
0: man, thanks for coming, letting us come on. I really appreciate what you guys are doing here. I mean, it's inspiring. I think I told you this on the phone, but every time I watch, I'm like, man, Birmingham's lucky that somebody cares enough to like document. cool things that are going on and you know we're thank you man well you know we're in this we're down here in the south and you know there's it's not like a hundred thousand people are doing a hundred thousand cool things so you know you guys have been on the radar ever since you kind of launched it and think you're doing a great job and i hope it inspires people to do this kind of thing in their city yeah Uh, definitely thank you that's awesome that's
1: probably the best compliment we've ever received yeah that's cool and just the fact that you guys uh drove so far to be here and shout out to the dudes. uh, quantum Bearing Science they made it pretty a long haul to come be on that was a yeah. really rad episode those too. guys are awesome we definitely yeah.
0: back those dudes in the shop yeah so that's why I'm riding right now
1: but um, yeah dude this was awesome
2: thanks
0: hey, for coming shoot the shit thank you It's cool. Enjoyed it